Welcome to high school, or I mean Zoom high school. Can everyone see my screen? Uh, well, either way, make sure to unmute yourself when you split into your breakout rooms in three, two, one. Welcome back to Spill the Critty, where we spill the tea on relevant issues and fun passions of mine. As we all know, school season is back, at least where I live here in California. But nationwide, districts have been debating over having students actually go to school, do full online learning, or a hybrid style with a mix of both based on their state's circumstances and rules. These are obviously very difficult decisions for school administrations to make, keeping in mind of student mental health, community safety, and maintaining social interaction between students and their teachers. But as we're talking about adapting to online school formats before eventually reopening schools, Today's episode will be a little different. I'll first break down my thoughts about online school and the reality, but then I also thought that there is no other better way to dive into this topic than speaking with a school executive to see their opinions. So I did bring my school principal onto this episode to ask her some questions regarding my district's viewpoints on maintaining a positive school experience for the teachers, students, and rest of the administration. Starting off, I do live in California, and it's obviously been all over the news that California does have a lot of COVID cases. So I'm sure everyone locally here in my area, um, especially my own school, is starting off with an online learning platform. Unfortunately, that's not the case for the rest of the country, as it kind of seems like each state is doing their own thing. I've seen on social media some students going back to their schools like normal with thousands of other students kind of bunched up into their cafeteria. So schools reopening is probably very controversial since it directly correlates with COVID and people's views on that. But as a junior in high school, I definitely want to go back to school eventually. That's obvious. But we must prioritize health at the moment and stay positive because there are lots of other people who aren't even able to continue their education and are suffering more from the impacts of COVID. As there are definitely a lot of points to consider when switching to an online format, I didn't want to make too many judgments of how to handle schools reopening. So I thought it would be best to talk to someone that's hands-on with this situation right now. So let's welcome my school principal, Ms. Jennifer Layton. Hi, Ms. Layton. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Thank you. Before I start asking some questions, I just wanted to say a really big thank you to you and all the teachers in the district for organizing such a great platform for um, us students to use during this time and for doing this so quickly because I know especially in March that was very difficult to transition within less than a week. Any uh, any uh, positive thoughts because it is a whole lot of work. That actually leads into my first question which is uh -huh. a little more general with asking like how was your personal experience dealing with quarantine and our current COVID crisis at the moment like not only for you personally but also like related to our school as a whole too oh I would say first off I used to um, my husband works from home and I used to joke on occasion uh, as I was walking out the door and say gosh, I wish I could work from home. And then I would laugh and say, high school principals can never work from home. That'll never happen. And then all of a sudden, Friday, March 13th, I found out it, it had to happen. And so um, I had never even heard of Zoom. 
And um, I vaguely knew about Google Meet, but not really very well. And so over the weekend, I was scrambling to set up Google Meets with teachers so that we mm -hmm. could talk about how things were going to go. And then one of my assistant principals said, hey, there's this Zoom thing. And I just almost panicked. Like, I can't learn something new. They're, they're coming into my Google Meets in just a few minutes. But as it turned out, you know, within 24 hours, we were all on Zoom. And it's very user friendly. And so that worked out. Um, but as far as how it was for me personally, no one in my family has um, contracted COVID. So I don't want to downplay um, before I talk about having a pretty good time, uh, staying in my house, it actually was a refreshing change for the, the, the way my life usually is, having been a choir teacher for 23 years with lots of evening events, yeah. and then moving into um, all of the evening events involved in being a, an administrator. Uh, I've just never been home in the evenings very often. And, um, so for us, it was kind of uh, a special time. I have a granddaughter and she's part of my family pod and she lives close by. So was able to spend more time with her throughout the last five months or so. Um, was able to do a lot of hikes and kayaking and things that I normally don't have time to do. Yeah. Um, so that part was really special. And, you know, I actually figured out Netflix for the first time. and <laughs> found a few shows that I like. So I would say the slower pace was nice yeah. and I was grateful for things that I had that I didn't hadn't appreciated before I really had everything I needed at home as long as we had the groceries still coming um, and I know that's not the case for everyone and so I was extra uh, grateful and appreciative of being able to spend that time at home um, and as far as uh, from working from home um, it was hard to figure out my day a little <laughs> bit. Um, I tended to just roll out of bed and start working and then look up and it's already 5 p.m. and I haven't eaten or, you know, brushed my teeth or anything. Uh, <laughs> I had to set alarms. There were so many meetings. Everything you needed to decide and discuss with someone wasn't a quick stop by their classroom or yeah. by their office. It was, we got to set up a Zoom meeting. And so, um, and not being in the same space as my assistant uh, was extra challenges, but we figured out we needed regular check-ins. We needed regular meetings. Yes, things have changed quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And some of that is uh, driven by the state. But as we discussed last spring, it would, I think we were in shock. We went to the school board meeting on Friday afternoon, the 13th, and it was like, you know, you're all going home. Everything's going to be online. And we thought it was just until spring break. And then we thought it was just another month longer. And then we found out it was the rest of the year and then pins and needles all summer. And um, then we find out here we are again. I never would have guessed that last March. And in the meantime, well, let's go back to last spring. It was just kind of do what you can teachers. Um, we don't know what kids internet and their capabilities are. We know that they have Chromebooks. We were so grateful that we had passed out Chromebooks um, already. Um, and so there weren't any ex expectations as far as um, how often to meet with your students live, how many assignments, et cetera, et cetera. Knowing that we have to do this now again, um, and it's a little bit more um, 
I don't want to say permanent, but um, a little more needs to be a little bit more structured because this could go on for a while and it's time to like get ourselves together. <laughs> um, so a lot of us were meeting over the summer to talk about maybe what a hybrid schedule would look like, um, what it might look like if we were able to come on campus, what it would look like if we had to stay home. And then of course we ended up with the, the distance learning. And so there were some regulations that came in from the state. And one of them was that every student must be engaged in 240 minutes of learning every day. And we have to prove that. And thus, you know, we're taking attendance now. There's um, an activity that you have to use for documentation that proves the student was engaged. So something that they have to turn in during that class period. In addition, the state is mandating that there is some sort of a targeted intervention opportunity for kids every day. So that's where the hub came from. Um, so those two things were mandated. Then we listen to the parents and we know that the parents feel like their kids didn't get the best experience. Mm -hmm. They were grateful for what we were able to do, but the kids and their parents are ready to get back to real school. The um, school board wanted us to have a little more accountability as far as uh, how much time we're spending with students and um, what the, the information that they're getting and the delivery and all of that, that we've got to add structure. So we've got these 240 minutes we need from the state. We've got this hub period, this intervention period we need. We've got parents and school board demanding, you know, some some form of um, accountability. And then finally, we have um, teachers union who has always negotiated the school day. So it ends up being, you know, a lot of Zooms in a row, which um, the teachers have been frantically preparing, you know, learning how to do breakout rooms and different ways that students can respond. And that's the other thing that we are working on over the summer is like, we've got to do some intense technology training because yeah. we've got some people that are really good and some people that had never used really any. And we wanted to make sure that we really were going to fulfill this dynamic online learning. And so um, teachers went through, gosh, overwhelming just three days of incredible, intense technology training um, with also some other elements in there, some equity work, some uh, professional learning team time, some site time. That's why I think we're going to be a lot better this time around. So now like all the teachers were like so comfortable with the Zoom platform and like putting us into breakout rooms. Like I uh -huh. don't even know how to do that either. <laughs> so that was like really cool. And like I've definitely seen the change like over time with how teachers are also able to like still teach us normally. So I've seen these differences and um, that that's what leads need to ask how is the district able to come towards a uniform decision of creating this dynamic online learning through balancing these student resources like the wellness center and all that but still maintaining like the great educational quality that our school has oh thank you um well as i mentioned it was a lot of work over the summer um we and we had to be ready for if this happens then we have to do this and if this happens then we have to do that you know because being bringing positive kids on a thousand a day was going to pre, pre, uh, present a lot of different challenges than all online learning uh, so as i said there were a lot of committees and um, most of all our superintendent working extremely hard to prepare for this um, and 
actually kind of going back to the last question, I love recreating things. And so um, just working on the first day of school and the new virtual format was incredibly exhausting. Like all of the grant, the graduation work that we did last year, incredibly exhausting, but so exhilarating and just thinking what's the most we can do within the environment and the restrictions that we have at this moment um, has really been reinvigorating for, for me especially. But on the other hand, if you really listen for patterns in what feedback you're getting, it helps to drive the direction that you go. And so, for instance, parents felt like, you know, kids were sleeping. I don't know about you. I'm sure you're super motivated. <laughs> but, you know, kids were just sleeping all day, getting up at 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., and then staying up all night. We heard, and the school board heard, school board heard parents saying, man, our kids need some structure and they also need interaction because teachers need that interaction as well. It's yeah. just, you know, Zoom can be a lonely place. As soon as we can start doing some live interactions, we want to add that element, even if we're not back a hundred percent on ground, that's our next goal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really hard to like stay sane and stay motivated because like everything is online and you mm -hmm. can't really like do much apart from that I miss going to school and seeing all of my teachers mm -hmm. and my friends mm -hmm. there and so yeah that's probably why like um the whole like district has created this at least more like engaging platform for us to mm -hmm. use and i think i definitely do see the difference great i'm glad yeah. you see the difference since we were just talking about like students and you were talking about um, getting them engaged, my last question to you is what are some tips you would give to students, um, not just at our school, but across the nation during this online learning process? Ah, well, I would say, first of all, set alarms on your phone to remind you of class times and when assignments are due. And, you know, every night, the night before, just go, I know I have class well, this will be really set this year, luckily, but I know this assignment's due. I have something to do every day in this class and set those alarms so that, you know, not, and plus your wake up alarm, but so, so that you're reminded because you don't, you don't just go, okay, now I'm walking to third period. You, you need some kind of a signal. Next, I would say um, set up some kind of a tracking system where all of your assignments live some kind of a chart so that every day you're entering in what you need to do that night, what you need to do that week. And it's all in one place. So you could find it that I would say, don't be afraid to ask your teacher for individual help. It feels more distant because you're muted and they're talking, but if you're lost and you don't feel comfortable right that minute in that class, send your teacher an email, ask for some time during hub, ask for a phone call. Don't be afraid to ask for what you need because we teachers love to help students and they're just not going to know. They can't read the room like they can when you're live and on ground. Um, I would say make sure to set up the Zoom study groups mm -hmm. with your friends so that you aren't isolated and so that you can use that group think and help each other. And finally... <laughs> And I have to remind myself of this to stay engaged during your zoom classes. <laughs> yeah. You know, hide your phone from yourself at that point. Uh, don't be answering emails or working on assignments for other classes because all of a sudden you're going to realize 10, 15 minutes have passed and you're already lost in math. 
you just want to be aware of someplace that this is my this is my school area this is where i do work and then be able to remove yourself from that when you are taking a break or when it's time to get up and walk around so those just kind of off the top of my head are, are the top things that i would recommend yeah, that's really great advice. Um, like after hearing this whole process of how you guys created this entire platform for us to use, I don't think like I realized or like many other people realize like the amount of work that has to be put in to create like a whole new different platform for teachers to be comfortable with and for students to be comfortable with. So I applaud the entire district for that. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for answering my questions. I definitely got more insight of like how this whole process worked, especially at my own school um, where we do have a lot of resources. So thank you so much for being a part of this. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me and for listening. And we're all just going to learn together. Yes, we are. And hopefully we can go back to school soon once things. Um, exactly. <laughs> we are all looking forward to that for sure. That was really awesome. I've definitely gotten more insight on this whole internal experience of how our district makes decisions because I think a lot of students and even parents sometimes too are unaware about the amount of work put in. So I really, I really do appreciate it. But with that being said, let's get into the tea of the week. Today's episode is called Zoom High and Honeybush. So Honeybush Tea is an herbal infusion tea from South Africa that has a sweet honey taste to it. It also has cancer-fighting properties, can fight against diabetes, but also promotes skin and bone health, so that's really awesome. It's considered a soothing brew to help people relax, and as this is a stressful time for many students, teachers, and pretty much everyone, I suggest grabbing a cup of honeybush tea to relax after a long school day. I'm so thankful that my school is maintaining all the resources and are doing such a great job of keeping classes engaging. I hope everyone else has a great time going back to school and restarting everything again, but please definitely appreciate your teachers and everyone that works so hard so that you can have a great education. Thank you all for tuning in.